Gotta be on TikTok, Reels, Instagram, Clubhouse, you name it. You gotta do it all. That's the only way to market. You gotta do this. The only way to get away in front of everybody. Friends, that is exactly how I feel seeing all these people pitching that this is what you have to do. You have to be here. You have to be there. Try the new trend. Here's the deal. When we start doing all this advancement in technology, getting distracted by trends, we get away from the basics of marketing. It ends up making us completely exhausted and run ragged. And it also confuses the consumers that we're trying to reach. So in the end, it's not serving you. It's not serving them. It's not any good. I want to share with you my three V's to minimal marketing to success that can be used for any type of business, product, or service. It's extremely important that we get back to these basics on a routine basis so that we're not getting completely distracted by the next silvery fun thing that comes along. Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Just an FYI before we get into the episode, enrollment is open on multiple of my brands. So here at Rachel Branke, we have Real Biz Accelerator. It's a 52-week program where you get to work with me on a lot of the topics that we are working on here. Over at the Law Tog, my brand for photographers, we have something very similar, but it is photographer specific. So just an FYI, it is the beginning of a new year, no matter when you're listening to this, but right now, the beginning of 2021, we are kicking off. Enrollment is open. Please come and join us. We are digging in. There's pre-work. There's week weekly work, there's videos, there's accountability, all of that. Come join us and let's make this the best year ever. Before we get into the three V's of minimal marketing that I have for you this week, my name is Rachel Branke. I am the host of the Business Bites podcast. Thank you for joining me, whether it's by video or audio. I am just thrilled that you're here taking time to get these quick bites of content because I know that you all are busy. We're going to get in and get out on the three V's shortly. But before we dig into that, I want to share with you a little bit of a formula that I use in making decisions on everything in my business. Yes, we learned about the formula of consumer avatar and unique serving position in the last few episodes. If you haven't listened to those, go check those out later. But this formula that I want to share with you is my three to one. This is what I use in conjunction to that other formula of avatar plus unique serving position in determining whether or not I'm going to take an action. Because here's the deal. I am a busy entrepreneur. I own many businesses. I have team members that I have to support and manage. I have five kids, three rescue puppy dogs, and I love to compete with Team USA and run Ironman triathlons. The only way that I can have this real life is to have the real business, but it does not mean that I have to take every opportunity or do everything that comes along. So I've developed this three to one that is kind of like a pros cons list, but it helps to dictate whether or not I'm going to take opportunities or take an action in my business. Anytime that I'm approaching a situation, I need to look at it and go, okay, for every one action that I take, I need to get at least three returns out of it. I also supplement that with, I need to make sure that that one action is going to have at least three good things for every one negative, all right? So let's take an example, like when I'm recording this for y'all. I'm doing it by video. I'll be able to utilize it on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, IGTV, but then I can also pull the audio for the Business Bites podcast on 
Apple Podcasts. I can use the audio in the clips to repurpose for on social media. I can also use it for pitching when I go to try to get other speaking engagements. That's like four, five, six different ways that this one action that I'm taking today is going to give me a benefit. This is how you can maximize hours without having to outsource everything. Because here's the deal. Many of us are the only ones in our business or we're the only ones who are the face in the content creator, the person that's out there that's reaching to the avatar, that's reaching to the consumer that we want to have to buy into our business that we want to serve. We can't outsource that. So we have to, every single time we sit down to do actions, such as in marketing, make sure that we're getting at least three returns for every one action. So now that we got that down, let's move into the three B's. B number one is determining the visuals that you're going to have in your business. If you're somebody that's been in business for a hot while, still stick with me on this. If you're newer, this is especially for you. The most minimal visual that you need to have these days is going to be a business name and also the visual aesthetics that you're going to use to promote your business. It could be text, but most of us are using photo or video or audio to support it. So those are the two minimal things that you need to have. Having a logo is also fun and great, and also determining the colors of the brand that you want to help to tie all of the elements together. I'm going to use myself as a case study here because when I first started out in business, I was always told you have to have like this key business color that people associate with you. They have to know about it. And I'm just like, I'm just not a very <laughs> colorful person when it comes to what I wear and the things that I'm drawn to. My entire house is monochromatic. My entire office is monochromatic. We have black, whites, browns, and grays. And you know what? That's just me. So I embraced it. But what the good thing about having a visual brand is it allows for recognizing by the avatar who the brand is, but it also makes it easier for you as a person that's putting out visual assets, whether it's photo, video, text, your website, whatever, you're able to stick to a cohesiveness. So I know when I go to take photographs, I like them to be cooler. I like to have more monochromatic tones and I don't have to be so concerned when it's time to stick onto the website or to put it into marketing material or onto my Instagram feed or anytime that I need to put out these visuals if I'm going on other platforms, I know everything's going to be a cohesive because I pretty much always show up wearing the same colors and in the fairly same environments. So the key minimal pieces that makes it real easy for you is the name, maybe a logo, deciding on the visual asset medium that you're going to use, such as photo, video, and all of that, and sticking to a color scheme that is best for you. Because here's the deal, and I'm not telling you to go over curate your Instagram feed, but think about some of the people that have the wall of photographs that are all cohesive. Many times it's done that way because it's the same colors, same lighting, and same positioning. And like we mentioned here, minimally, you can identify the colors that you want to have included, and it will help to pull everything together. Even if you're in different environments, even if you're in different lighting, it's one of the quickest, easiest ways to keep a visual brand cohesive without having to completely set up for brand shoots all the time, which I still think are a good idea. But even if you're just out shooting with your phone or your Sony or whatever it is you're using to put some visual content on the internet, minimally we need to have a color scheme that we are capturing that so that everything is cohesive. Number two of the V's for minimal marketing is determining the values of our business. 
Here's the deal. You don't have to go to business school to be a successful business owner. I went, it was kind of a waste of time and money. But anyways, we're here now. But one of the things that we learn in business school, and you probably have learned by going through other courses or learning from other people who have been successful at this, they talk about the values in your business. This is important. If you are not evaluating this from the very beginning and at least reevaluating it every year to see how your values have changed, who you're trying to reach has changed, and all of that, you're going to be pretty stagnant when it comes to deciding what type of message you're putting into that visual content like we just talked about. So we need to identify what are the values in our business. I'm going to use myself as a case study here because one of the values that I've kind of had from the beginning is trying to be as transparent as possible to all of you through my whole journey. You can find videos on the internet. You can see the transformation on how I changed on going from static photos to video, all of that sort of stuff. Hopefully we're all improving. But my one of the values that I've had from the very beginning that really was tough for me was being transparent and honest about my failures and the things that I've done wrong because, of course, you don't want people to know that you have failed. I do love and enjoy that we are moving as a society to a place where we can start embracing that, people pour into that, but people also connect with that more. So for me, one of my values from the very beginning was putting into my messaging to connect with all of you being as transparent about failures. I hadn't done it on a different level than I do it now. As I get older, I don't really even care what I share, how I failed, how much I failed, how much money I lost on any sort of action I've taken that's failed. I'm fine with sharing that. This has been a way and a good example to show you how you can have a value once, but you need to reevaluate it as you go along because maybe as time has grown, you become more private and you don't want to share that stuff. That's no longer value. You need to obviously taper that out of your marketing. Or someone like me, I have ramped up sharing in transparency about what I've done in business and life and how I failed and how I've succeeded because that is a value that I have here because what is my end goal with all that I'm doing to help each of you to be successful entrepreneurs and to see that it's not all gravy all the time. Failures do happen. And it's funny, we hear that cliche, we know it exists, but there's something when you hear about it. So in this second V, in the values of marketing, that is one of the values that I put forward to make sure that I inject into the content that also goes with the visuals in order to connect with all of you who want to buy into, who want to consume, who want to connect with me through what I have to offer. So it's a really good example that I want you to think about what are some of the values in your business. In fact, I just did an episode on controversial topics in business, and that is also one of the value pieces. Are you wanting to use your platform for controversial topics to help affect change? That is a value you could determine as well. I'm not going to go too much more into that. Let's move on. And V number three is the venue of where we're putting our visuals and our values into our brand and creating our brand and delivering our brand and getting in the path of the consuming avatar of the people that we're trying to serve. Because why are we in business? I mean, cool. We want to make money, but many of us are here because we identified that there is a problem, a need, or a want in the marketplace that you have the solution or the product or service for. In order to do that, we can't just stand on a street corner with a big old yellow arrow spinning it around and yell. How many people do you think are actually garnered by attention with that? Not that many. In fact, you're going to spend more time, money, and energy just out here yelling, look at me, look at me, look at me, if you're not being specific on who you're talking to, how unique your serving position is, but also the venue, the path of how to get in the way of this avatar with this unique serving position that you have. 
So what does this look like? Here is where I caution you. There are so many automated systems out there. There are so many social media platforms. There's so many content platforms, YouTube, podcast, you name it, that everyone is like, oh, you gotta be on it all the time. And here you click a button and you put everything. You can post it once and it goes to every social media platform. Let me tell you what, that is a waste of time. It's a filler of space. You're yelling into the void minimal marketing. I want you to choose two to three venues and get really good at these venues. What do I mean? Don't try to be on Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and Clubhouse and Instagram and everything else. Each platform is consumed in a different way. The visuals that work on Instagram are going to be completely different than the visuals on Facebook and then over to Twitter. So if you're just doing a one click of pushing out the same content everywhere, you're not really garnering the attention or serving up the message, the pitch, the content, the connection that you're trying to make with the person to buy into you is not going to happen. It's just yelling it out there, throwing spaghetti noodles and hoping they stick. So my suggestion, real strong suggestion here is narrow down to two or three venues, minimal marketing, and invest in getting deep in understanding how engagement works, what format of marketing should you put onto those platforms. And guess what? It may change as you change, as your strengths and weaknesses change, that's going to change too. Like for me, I have not been good at video. I'm still not that good at video, but I am trying. For a long time, I recognized that I had a weakness in video. So what did I do? I dug into the platforms where I knew my avatar was, and I worked on keying in on my strengths of writing and static visuals, such as photographs and graphics, to try to cut through and speak directly to that avatar. As things have grown, as time has changed, I've recognized, okay, the consuming avatars love video and podcasts. Let's add that in. But in order to do that, I needed to get the strengths and the skills to do it first, still in the process. But this shows you that we want to start now minimally with three platforms, three venues, and then reevaluate it as we go along because the consumer avatar is going to change, how they consume content is going to change, and your strengths and weaknesses are going to change as well. That's the three Vs, visuals, values, and venue. I really strongly suggest that you guys come back next week as I'm going to be talking a bit more about branding and marketing. I'm going to throw some legal in here and how we can protect this brand that we're spending all this time and money and energy into. But before you click away, be sure to come join us in the Business Bites Facebook group because we have a thread every week dedicated to the episode. I want you to join us, come learn, come discuss, come share. We'd love to connect with you. You can connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs so we can all work together to grow our business to success. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of the Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.